Hello. How are you, Elena? Hi. I'm fine. Yeah. Fantastic. I enjoy the welcome music. <laughs> right. I saw you doing a bit of dance there. It's it's difficult not to, right? It's fine. <laughs> sure, at one point, I mean, I forgot that you're you can watch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't watch. I, did, I, did, I saw rather than watch. Let's let let let's okay. restate that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, thank you for joining. I'll by the way, it. it's it's much appreciated. Quick, also a quick hello to um to Paul, who's joining for a few minutes and want to say hello. Hey, Paul, thanks yeah. for joining. For, we all appreciate the um any time that you have to be here is much appreciated. Um. Elena, would you like to introduce yourself to, to, to the people who are watching and may watch in the future? Yeah, sure. Um, Fantastic. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Uh, I think, Pleasure. yeah, it was quite a nice surprise to be invited. <laughs> and I'm glad I accepted. <laughs> Absolute pleasure. Happy to have you. Uh, and to be honest, I never know how to answer this question. Um, Fair probably, enough. I always say different things. Uh, so... I don't know. I would say yeah, I'm just curious about a lot of things. And mm. um, I'm definitely passionate about Power BI and UX design. Okay, nice. Uh, and I do have the luck to be working in this field. So I work as a, a BI consultant and my focus is Power BI and, okay. you know, the user, mm. user experience. So, okay. yeah. Cool. Um, you can find me living in Vienna currently. <laughs> Ah, oh, nice. Okay, that's cool. Didn't know that. How long have you been there? Um, something more than two years. All right. Yeah. How do you find it? Nice. I mean, wait, wait, what's, your, what's your frame of reference? Where did you live before that? Okay, that's just before that. I was living in Milan. Oh wow, um, cool. I did my masters there, mm. and uh, yeah, I lived there for like four or five years, and mm. then I moved to Vienna. And before, before, so I originally uh, come from Macedonia, uh, ah, okay. from Skopje. Oh. So yeah, that's a that's a, a few some pretty nice places there. To be honest, from I can't I, I don't know Macedonia very well at all, but Milan very nice, Vienna very nice. So um, you've um, you, you choose your location well, I would say. <laughs> yeah, or the locations chose me. <laughs> it's always like the, it. both ways, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, so does that mean um, that's where? Um, so I think we have also, yeah, data mo is out in the chat as well. Fantastic. Cool. There you go. So there's another Austrian connection there. Fantastic. <laughs> Love it. And you're actually based in Berlin. Yes, I am based in Berlin and from the UK, but I've been here for, I think I've actually almost lived in Berlin for as long as I actually lived in the UK, to be honest, because I moved here. Yeah, not, not really, but close enough. I've been here for like almost 20 years now. Oh, and, wow. um, so I've been here for like 18 years and I'm 40. So there you go. That's maths even I can do. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's been quite some time. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Nice. And um, so your, 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 um, your, your area of, of power that you work in, you say you work with, so um, was it accessibility, did you say, or user, user experience, was it? Sorry. User experience, yeah. Okay. So what does oh. that entail for people like me who don't know much about that? So Maybe. It's basically um, about putting the user in the center. So mm. accessibility is one of the topics uh, All right. that it cares about. So you mm. got that right. Um, because, you know, uh, we want to build reports. I mean, not about reporting only, but in general. Um, so uh, you want to put the user in the center and you need to make sure that you're not biased when you're creating whatever product you're creating. 
um, so you really want to take the user into account and mm. that means like doing a lot of research before starting with mm. the work you know okay yeah which is Sorry. So does that, does that, no, not all, please. Um, so is, is this like also like designing stuff from outside the tool as well? I see a lot of people recently talking about using Figma and that sort of thing. Is that also something that you're involved in? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Very <laughs> so, cool. Um, I stumbled upon this course uh, mm. something more than a year ago. Um, mm. And it's an online course from Google offered on Coursera. Okay. And I really liked it. I mean, I was like just, you know, curious what it is. So I started learning. Mm -hmm. And um, you basically go through the whole process of, um, you know, doing the user research, then um, it's about defining also the, the problem and then ideating. So you come up, uh, you come up with as many ideas as possible. Um, so you really just, you shouldn't judge any of those ideas and which is how you, you know, you build something. So it's very important to also uh, build a prototype and then to test it with users and with um, collecting this user feedback so you can um, incorporate it and do multiple iterations over your product so you end up with a version that's actually um, that as, um, that answers to the user's needs basically so um, that's really interesting now is that something that you have to I mean I really know nothing about this so I find it very interesting um, I'll also be really honest and I don't mean this overly neg negatively at all I've always approached it from like a Skeptical is probably the wrong word, but a curious perspective. Um, because I mean, for example, is it something that you have to do for every single report, or you, can you basically do it once or and kind of like template it across when you do multiple reports and stuff? So that's the thing about UX. You know, somehow I mm. feel like people concentrate on the design part. So when mm. you hear user experience design, they're like, ah, okay, you know, design. Mm. Um, and that's, you know, it's part of it, but it's more like the user interface part. Okay. Um, so it's just a small part of the whole uh, process. And mm. uh, uh, user experience entails also, you know, this whole research, accessibility topics, how you organize information and all that. But also, mm. I'm currently working on a standardization for reporting. And the thing is, um, I mean, my opinion, and probably every UX designer out there is going to, um agree is that uh you know you shouldn't skip this part of um, mm. of research because mm. every problem is different every yeah every project is different so sure. um, and everyone even the same i don't know even users of the same report approach it different ways so you kind of want to accommodate everyone's perspective um and it's also different, like, you know, what's the answers that this report is supposed to give you? So it's either, mm. is it just overview? Is it like predictions? Is it, I don't know, you want to change something for your business? So it's always different. Mm. And yeah, my experience so far is that, you know, every company and everyone just wants to rush through the whole thing. They're like, okay, we just really want um, a really nice report. And mm which is funny. I mean, recently I'm starting to hear a lot, you know, I need a wow report or I need a fancy report, mm. you know, and I'm like, no, you need a report that can give you the right answers. Yeah. Um, so yeah. because of that, it's very important not to skip this part. It's like crucial, you know, you collect um, information from your potential users. So you, you try to figure out what you're supposed to build, you know, it's, it's like mm. super important 
and I cannot stress it enough. Yeah, um, that's really interesting. I mean, I've uh, a lot of what, what I see, or a lot of what I think people see in general is um, you have. I mean, I could I could simplify it and say two types of reports. And that's not true, but like two very different concepts sometimes. And there's the sort of report where it's basically just very old data, no design, you know. And then the other perspective is. And for me, the worst side would be all design, no data, you know? Yeah. See, as you say, it's like, I think what you said before, like a wow report, I think you said, or something that's very glossy, very shiny. And look, look at all the, all the gradients we have of colors. And it does look really sleek, but at the end of the day, there's not much there you can actually do anything with. So that yeah. some balance there, you know? So basically, I think people are just concentrated so much on the design part that... Mm you know, you forget what you're supposed to do. And actually form, which is the design, mm. follows functionality. So um, if you want to give the users these answers, you know, you need to understand how the user thinks, you know. Mm. For example, I don't know, um, the user comes, opens the report, and, you know, you have these filters, and you need to understand how the user is going to interact with the report, you know, what are, mm. what are, what are they thinking, how is the click path, they want to see hmm. and um, it's always different you know it's not like every single report on the planet based on the same hmm. things yeah yeah I think this is um, something that I mean this is not something <clears throat> excuse me sorry um, it's not something that I'm saying I'm I'm have got good at but I let's say I've got less terrible at it I think when you first start um, building reports and even after for quite a long time it's quite easy to have a sort of approach where I built a report and this is the stuff that you want to see. And here is whatever the filters here or the slices there. And then when people come back to you and say, but I, I don't understand it, this is not giving me, it's quite easy to like not understand that. You're, the feedback was like, well, how can you not understand that? This is the data, this is what you got to click on. So how do you not get that? So switching that perspective to the user perspective is actually quite a difficult thing to do. And um, yeah, as you said yourself, Doing that from project to project is challenging. And I wasn't good at that for, for quite a long time. <laughs> no, but I mean, you can still learn some core principles. You can incorporate mm. them and so on. But it also like um, matters a lot. You know, we are, if you're a tech person and you come from this background and you work with the, with the tool every day, you have a different approach. You, you know, you're, you're used to some things and then there comes um, business people and they don't have this everyday interaction with the tool and they, you know, just want to find their mm. way out. Mm. So it's very different if you're designing for business users or for tech people and, you know, yeah. it's always going to matter. That's and what you, what you also mentioned, so actually on the first uh, overview, you're going to like the fancy, shiny report better. Mm. But I think that, you know, even bad design Mm. Is, is report uh, yeah this uh, report with a bad design you're mm. gonna end up using more because it's gonna give you the right answers and in the end of the day you just yeah. want you know uh, your questions answered yeah it's true it's true um sorry just before um i'm not sure if paul is still here but he said that you are presenting at austria day conference in january 26th which is pretty cool. So that leads me on to something that I was going to bring up, which is um, quite cool. So last week um, I spoke about um, with Martha about new stars of data, and you also presented new stars of data, yeah? Yeah, that's true. This that was, May actually. Yeah, I was going to say it's really, really, it's really recently. It's very cool. How how did you find it? So it's, yeah, just a couple of months ago. 
Oh, uh, how much time do you have? <laughs> uh, we ha as much time as you want. We we say forty five minutes to an hour. That's not true. We just talk and then we see how how it goes. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, well, the short version of the story is, um, <laughs> you know, Data Mozart is the only person that's responsible. <laughs> All right. <for> <laughs> <laughs> well, you and your skills, of course, are responsible as well. But um, yeah, he helped. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, I was lucky enough to be working at the same company at the time. So we met like two years ago oh, um, okay. and very briefly, like only for two months, maybe even less, like we worked on the same project and um, it was even my first real life project in Power BI and he was the Power BI lead on the project mm -hmm. and that's how I met. And um, then we kind of stayed in touch. Um, here, you know, it's like online world is <laughs> yeah, connected. Um, and we, yeah, we, we stayed in touch and um, he started mentioning here and there, but uh, it was exactly a year ago or even something less than a year ago that we met at um, Power BI Next Step uh, in Billund, okay. in Legoland. I was there as well. Did we meet? No, I don't think we did. Ah, oh, you were there last year? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, I was an attendee. I was quite new in this world, let's say. Yeah, it was my, also my first ever conference. And it was quite overwhelming to have so many people around. And um, so I'm sure I saw you at some point. We just didn't know each other. So there you go. Interesting. <laughs> oh, very cool. So yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I interrupted you, please. Continue. Yeah, no worries. Uh, and it was, yeah, the first conference I ever attended. And... Mm. It was quite cool, you know, it's Legoland, um, sure. yeah. my first time there and the conference, you know, we have this energy going on, this vibe and I, and I really liked it, you know, it's like um, you can learn from different uh, speakers, mm -hmm. you can attend sessions, you also have this socializing part, you know, you meet people from everywhere Yeah, yeah. and I quite enjoyed it and Nicola was there as well. Um, so. I think that went in his favor. Uh, you know, he started mentioning, well, yeah, you know, you should be a speaker. Um, and cool. Yeah, That's I don't awesome. know. I was like, yeah, sure, maybe, you know, in a couple yeah. of years, I could see myself doing that. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you know, we're, there is this new Stars of Data conference. It's like completely online. Mm. Um, it's for people who never presented in their life before. Um, and it's the perfect opportunity. And he's like, yeah, you know, well, for this, uh, for the next session, the call is already closed. Uh, the next session is November or October, I don't know. And I'm like, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, you know, but for next session, it's in May. You can do it. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. And I was like, Nicola, it's like only a couple of months from now. Um, but I think he has this disability. He makes everything sound so easy. You know, everything is reachable. <laughs> he's, such, he's such a laid back guy. He's just like, yeah, it's fine. Just do it. It'll be fine. It's nothing, you know, you're yeah. there. And I'm like, yeah. people, I'm freaking out. You know, there's so, mm. there's so many people out there who know more probably, you know, they've been mm. working for years in this field. And he was like, you know, when you start, you, you learn a lot <laughs> with every session you create. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I bought into that <laughs> 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 and I applied um, and I got selected. So uh, in May I had to present <laughs> uh, new source of data, but and I went mean, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, to be honest, it, good. it went well. I mean, 
until last minute, probably like everyone else. Mm. Um, you know, I was redoing it, um, making changes, you know, freaking out. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I was hoping Nicola, he was my mentor for the, sure. for the conference. And uh, I was hoping he would say, you know, just, just wait it out, you know, maybe next session. But he didn't say anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> so i had to present and yeah to be honest um i quite liked it um mm. i was freaking out when i just when i started um mm. because i was um i started losing my breath oh, wow. uh, and it was very weird and probably a lot of people go through that mm. uh but i think it kind of, it, it might have been my fault because i was speaking with my um big uh, headphones mm -hmm. yeah. And I just felt, you know, it was like I couldn't breathe. I don't know. Oh, wow. Um, but then, you know, I got past this first part and mm. it got better. And then I got used to it. I stopped thinking. And mm. I think it, it went quite good. And Very it's cool. probably a good thing that, I, you know, you, you don't see faces when you present online. Yeah, I think it's it's a good idea. I mean, I have like almost zero experience, but I think it's, I didn't use the other day and that's pretty much it. <laughs> but it's nice to have that it feels you're in your own safe space, you know, you're not standing yeah. in front of people like feeling, I don't know, judged or people looking at you strangely or whatever. It's just you and a screen basically. So yeah. it's, uh, it's quite a nice experience. And you're quite in your own place. So, you know, you're, you know, you're at home. So, you know, exactly. Space, you don't see, you, I, to be honest, I didn't even know uh, how many people were watching. Oh, cool. <laughs> see, oh, more, more feedback for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually got a very good feedback uh i was super surprised mm. you know people started reaching out you know i was mm. reading through the comments afterwards um mm. because i didn't want to have that distraction yeah. while i was presenting mm. um and yeah i remember when i did mine i didn't realize that like they sent feedback i think they sent like a file or something or some link with feedback and i was like no i don't want to see that it's like just keep it secret like i don't need that all right <laughs> But I looked at it anyway. I was like, okay, fair enough. Um, yeah. But, but when I when I got that email and it was quite unexpected, and I was just kind of like, oh god, this is going to be a, a, a quite a bad day. If this is all terrible. Um, but I think people are people are nice as well, you know. And uh, yeah, and I think people are aware that it's your first session, and you know, it's fine in the end. <laughs> but I also think, I mean, so when I did mine, my uh, mentor was. Um, I'm so sorry, I forget the person. Frank, Frank Eisler, and um, who's a who's a great guy. Um, I th I love that. I love that this the set was like a mentor, and it, that really. I mean, it doesn't calm the nerves immediately before the session. I was still, you know, terrified and just kind of immediately just constantly the toilet. Um, but the lead up is less terrible to have like a, a weekly or a whatever call so people can go through and have share some ideas and just someone to kind of calm you down like a, a friendly face or voice or whatever um i thought was um, very helpful so i think it's a, and also for you i've got to say really like amazing i mean i love the fact here by the way that paul says um where's where's the comment i gotta find it again the um the sessions haven't been announced yet, but you have his vote, so there you go. So maybe, maybe that was a, a reveal that we had in the show here that it's it's uh, your name is on that list, but it hasn't been announced. Yet, so there you go. I, I saw it by the way, and I was like, okay, maybe this is not official. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
<laughs> I mean, if Paul if if Paul writes it right there, then it's official, right? So what are you gonna do? Okay, nice way to announce there it. There you go. There you go. Um, and also, I'll I'll post the the link to it in a second. You're speaking at Pass as well, right? Which is extremely cool. You must be really proud of yourself because that is amazing. No, yeah, I mean yeah. that. I, sorry, I mean that with no disrespect to the Vienna conference, which is also very cool. But the Pass one just seems quite um, awesome. No. Yeah, I think it's it's yeah, it's super cool. It's also mm. super crazy. Yeah. Um and I keep saying I still can't believe it. <laughs> uh, this not belief is not helping me uh, prepare my session to be honest. Yeah, fair enough, so yeah. Um but so, yeah, I mean Please sir. Yeah, um so at New Stars of Data mm. I was lucky to meet Ben Weissman. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he was like, you know, there's there's going to be um, a track at pass for new speakers. You might want to submit a session. And I'm like, man, you know, I'm not there. It's like pass data summit. It's probably the biggest co- <laughs> conference <laughs> in the world about data. You know, um, mm-hmm. I'm just starting out. Um, and I was like, okay, you know, I can submit a session, and you know, nothing. So. It can also, it doesn't have to mean anything. Mm. Um, and it was mid-July um, and I uh, I was back home um, to visit my friends and family and I, I got the, the message that my session has been selected and I'm like, Amazing. What? <laughs> That's so cool. Really. Congratulations. That is, that is Thank huge. you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I'm super excited. Um, at the same time, you know, freaking out because to be honest, I haven't, um, so my experience is having an online session and then mm. you know, let's say a couple of um, small rounds, but nothing big and nothing in mm. person. Mm. Um, so. And um, when, when is it passed by the way? Uh, it's mid November. Uh, okay. Till 17. Cool. Wow. And yeah, I'm super looking forward to it. I can imagine. Mm. Where, whereabouts is it? Sorry. Uh, where where is it located? Good. Like it's what, in Seattle. Seattle, sorry, got you now. Um, that's all good. Very cool. Very nice. Yeah, I, I'm definitely looking forward. Uh, I think it's going to be fun either way. So I'm just, I'll try sure. not to take it too seriously. Um, and that's, that's always a good approach. Don't take it too seriously. Like, take it seriously. But... but not too seriously. Like just kind of get that balance between this is this is a nice, important thing, but also it's good fun. I mean, I'm saying that again, I have no experience, but this is just my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> You, you, you should be telling you should, you should be telling me because you you have more experience today. <laughs> there you go. No, I don't know. I mean, at least you speak. Uh, you have this uh, live stream. You know, you're, you're used to talking uh, in front of camera, in front of people. Mm. Um, but I've never I've never done it in front of live. You know, I mean, I've never done it in, like away from person. Yeah, exactly. It's always just been like me in this in this office here, and I don't know how I would react to like walk into a room full of people who are just looking at me and expecting me to present something. I would, I would also, I don't want to say this to you now to like, it's, I don't, I don't mean intend to like scare you or something, but I would, I would be like more nervous about like some kind of like technical glitch or something. Like if I like the computer that I take, something goes wrong with it or something stops working. I think I'll be more nervous about that because I think when I present online, it's easier to kind of like, um, blag my way through or kind of like, you know, BS my way through a situation where something technical 
you know, happens and I can pretend that it didn't happen and pretend that it was supposed to happen. But when there's people looking at me, I'd be like, uh oh. <laughs> well, you can always make a small joke and continue. <laughs> Skip that part. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Awesome. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I am freaking out. I cannot say that I'm not. Uh, but part of me, it's like kind of has it under control. I don't know. Don't That's ask nice. me. Oh. Ask me afterwards. <laughs> Probably I, I will be freaking out more. Um, but yeah, and I also feel like even for the previous, even for the online session, like things were going wrong. Um, even in my preparation until okay. last minute, I was having technical problems. Um, and then, you know, with the whole breathing thing. Um, All right, okay, yeah. So, you know, I got over something which was mm. quite bad and I survived and I managed. So mm -hmm. probably that also gives me kind of... Absolutely. I don't know. <laughs> no, I suppose like it's just building on your own experience and, and many different things. I mean, to to presenting, everyone has their own style. Everyone does it in different ways. And also you just learn about different bits and pieces. Like I just through doing like these, um, you know, the user groups and stuff. I remember the first time I did one and something went wrong, I felt so stupid. I felt so foolish. But everyone in the chat was like, yeah. That happens. That's that's what happens. It's normal. That's what happens. I say, oh, okay. So people like expected to happen. It was like it was such a relief that I think it's normal. Like as the person who's doing the presenting, you always think the expectations are like wildly high. And of course, people want good content, uh, good content, but they're not expecting like the most polished performance in the world because yeah. it's the nature of the, the, the field that we work in. Stuff just doesn't work sometimes, you know. Yeah, and. Yeah, I think actually for the previous one, I, I was freaking out even for new stars of data. Hmm. Um, and uh, my partner saw me freaking out and he was like, why are you freaking out? Hmm. You know, it, it, it's going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, hmm. hmm. People would get mad about this probably sometimes, but nice. it actually, you know, it helped me get loose of these expectations that nice. it has to be perfect because mm. no one ever managed to have a perfect first mm. presentation. Absolutely. And I guess also once you've done pass as well, to get that, you know, to get that experience, stuff that follows is going to be, I mean, by the time you get to the one in, in Austria, you're going to be a seasoned expert, you know? I mean, seriously, come on. And after pass, probably I'm going to be <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you, can, you can be a mentor for new stars of data soon, right? I would actually love that. That would be cool. I think I would love that. Yeah, I'm sure. Not now, but let's build a bit more experience. Yeah, yeah exactly. But you're on a, a pretty good track to do. It. It's, it's pretty nice. So, um, is do you have it all like um, your session? I guess is all like you know what's going to be and planned out and whatnot. Are you allowed to say what's going to be, or is that a secret? Um, so the topic is actually yeah. the same one uh, mm. I had at New Stars of Data, but of okay, course yes. I am going to update it. I mean, I'm working on it. Mm. Uh, sure. I need to update it and add some content. So, I mean, the basics of it are mm. going to remain the same. I mean, the session is still called Power BI meets UX Design Principles, mm. uh, creating accessible, intuitive, and visually appealing reports. Um, and that also is kind of, it's a broad topic, so you can... Mm. I mean, I can still reuse it and add different mm. things. Um, also, I know like 
what wasn't working or what was mm. working. Yeah, uh, fair enough. Good what point. people liked. Um, mm. And people reached out to me afterwards. So I can also see, um, you know, I think there is a lack for these kind of sessions because a lot of people working with data um, are actually, you know, with a tech background. So I think I'm, I'm kind of covering this, this gap. Uh, and I think people would enjoy and would learn something from, from this session. So yeah, for sure. No yeah. doubt. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward yeah, to seeing myself. Nice. Um, just to completely go on a different level direction of conversation, because I'm curious regarding, you know, I mean, where you are now and stuff and the, the job that you do, like, how did you like arrive there? What was your journey to say it in a cheesy way? Oh, if, if, if I may ask. Yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm here for, right? <laughs> yeah, and probably I'm here to answer your questions. <laughs> Only ones you want to. You can tell me to show up and move on at any point. This is fine by me, you know? You okay. Say, no. You say, no, I'm not answering that one. I refuse. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, okay. Um, I, it wasn't that straightforward, I have okay. to admit. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, so my background actually is in telecommunications engineering. Cool. So um, I did. Um... <laughs> there you go. It's official. See. Cheers, Ben. Oh no! I was actually hoping Ben is not. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ben. <laughs> Shall I, do you want me to block him? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now it's too late, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's live. It's on it's on record. We, we we can see that you officially signed up. So there you go. I mean, now we cannot even delete that part, right? No, not at all. <laughs> I mean, I could go back and blur it out, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ben saw it already, so <laughs> that's how it goes. Anyway, um, sorry, I interrupted you. You were talking about um, no, telecommunications, um, right? <laughs> all good. Yeah. So uh, I did my bachelor's, mm. and it was um, telecommunications. Uh, I mean basics of electrical engineering and then the focus was telecommunications um, and then I moved to Milan for my master's which mm. was again telecommunications engineering Fair enough. Um, but you know it, uh, the one in Milan was kind of a mix I mean I was allowed to pick a lot our courses so mm. I kind of um, created my um, my university time, you know, with telecommunication courses mm. and a couple of computer science courses. So I had mm. data, data mining, databases, you know, uh, courses like that. And I was like, okay, mm. maybe this, I'm, I'm more excited when I'm okay. learning this, you know? I get it, yeah. And then I had the, the struggle because I was studying like probably six years of telecommunications because oh. uh, my bachelor's was uh, four years. Mm. And then uh, two years of master's hmm. and I was like, I should teach, you know, six years um, from, you know, for, uh, yeah, that I spent on university studying telecommunications. Um, and I had this internal struggle, but I was like, okay, maybe I can just explore um, other online courses about data, see if I like it. Okay. Um, so I started, you know, uh, I was taking, I don't know, even ETL, uh, Tableau. Actually, I started with Tableau. I started okay. data visualization uh, with that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, maybe it doesn't hurt. I was searching for a job. Maybe I, maybe I can just, you know, take a look at Power BI as well. Mm. 
Makes sense. <laughs> and I'm actually very, very happy with with my with how my life turned out. I mean, because um, also telecommunications is a field that it's like very. I cannot say it's dynamic, you know. Okay, right, fair enough, yeah. You have these standardizations mm. and I don't know, for example, my bachelor thesis in 2000, when was it, 16, was mm. um, about uh, the security systems of 5G. And like we got 5G a couple of years ago, you know. It's wow, like yeah. it takes forever, this, wow. this standardization. And, mm. you know, it, I'm just not a person like that. I'm more dynamic. I'm curious about different things. I want yeah. to bit faster a bit impatient as well maybe <laughs> can't, can't wait that long for, for stuff to get to, to arrive <laughs> i don't want to say impatient <laughs> it's <a> eager <laughs> that's that's i like that that's much better yeah eager yeah we'll use that um so yeah and i think the data world is more i mean yeah it works better with my character somehow you know it's like nice. changing all the time and yeah there are new tools, new updates. You have to adapt. You have to learn. Um, yeah, it is true. probably one moving even faster than you can follow. Um, mm. yeah. So, yeah, that's sometimes the hard part, right? Actually, just going to bring up this question by um, Alexander. So I was going to kind of dive into this as well. Because um, you said that you've used Tableau as well. So is there any Tableau feature that you miss in Power BI? Am I allowed to say it is on a Power BI <laughs> live stream? <laughs> of course. This is... Absolutely. Say, I, with not all positive here. Say what you want. Well, I mean, just keep in mind the last time that I was really working with Tableau was more than two years ago. So maybe okay. two and a half, you know, so it's mm. um, it's quite a long time. I have no idea how things change in the meantime. Sure. Um, but there are, I think I liked the storytelling part of Tableau. Um, so you can, uh, kind of even create a presentation inside, you know, just, um, uh, yeah, make it interactive, just scroll through the pages oh, and, um, yeah, I think it, it's, it's a bit better, uh, mm. for storytelling and Makes I sense. really, uh, like the maps or there and yeah. Yeah. what they offer. I mean, I'm, I'm currently working on a project, uh, and I need a map and I'm, oh, I'm mm. like, <laughs> yeah, I get it. It's 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 pretty bad in Power BI for maps. I get that. Um, I mean, I have very little experience of Tableau. Um, I've probably used it in the past. Actually, I've probably used it in my entire career for like all of a month and a half. So I'm <laughs> I'm whatever the op I'm the opposite of what a, an expert is. Um, bad it basically. However, I it was really quickly surprised me is how easy it was. Yeah, how easy it was to create a basic but nice looking visualization just a, the yeah. way you could change the visuals um is very different but i did quite immediately love it to be honest um so i could see i could i could understand why certain users who are, who use um, tableau excuse me and come across the power bi have some frustrations yeah um, well yeah. the user experience is a bit better <laughs> Yeah. And Tableau, you know, this uh, you you put a chart and it's like it looks nice, you know, in the first time you put it, it looks nice. Um, yeah, it does. So, and in Power BI, I think you have, I think Power BI is more like for, um, I don't want to say tech people, but you know, there's a lot of things that you can change. Um, 
some things are not intuitive for uh, for people who are starting out. Yeah. Um, I mean, probably I'm. You know, when you work every day with a tool, you know where the things are, but it, mm. in the beginning, is not so intuitive uh, how you can make these changes. I, I've been thinking recently that, um, and this is probably or could well be just shockingly incorrect, but sometimes I feel that Microsoft kind of didn't understand what the audience was going to be when they created Power BI as a tool. And um, there's the thing, the Chris Way thing about is a clicky, clicky, draggy, droppy. And I'm like, I, I know that it sounds really funny. You now people like saying it, but it's also not. It's not accurate, actually. Because if you're doing clicky, clicky, draggy, droppy, you're actually, what you're doing is ignoring many of the people, what people kind of recognize as best practices and the whole, what was it, five minutes to wow. No, it's not. Um, it's, I think they, I get the impression that they try to sell it as this really easy tool where you can just do stuff really fast and there's you. And I think that was, that was the mistake that they made. Um, yeah. It's quite frustrating sometimes to see like to see how that's also influenced the development. And I'm not saying they don't do amazing things because clearly they do do amazing things. But the core of what people see, um, it's a shame that that is a part that I think they got the most wrong, you know? Yeah, I get what you mean. You know, it's like, you know, it's clicksy clicks, exactly as you said. Mm. Um, drag and drop. I mean, you know, it depends if you want to sell it uh, for for everyone to use it, you have to make it sound like it's easy. That's and, exactly it. And it's actually, um, and then, you know, companies are starting to use the tool and to implement it. And at some point they're like, okay, we need consultants. <laughs> I mean, it's a good thing, bro. otherwise I wouldn't have a job. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> and then, then they call and they're like, you know, the report is working very, it's, it's, it's not, you know it's not so fast it's not mm. working so fast you know it's like something crashed and then you mm. see how the model looks and you're like oh mm. god you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing um then I, I know it depends on skill sets as well but um yeah so i'm aware of the best practices as, uh, of data modeling and i can build an okay data model but i can't build an excellent data model yeah you know, as soon, you know, as soon as you start, I mean, it's really, if you have a really basic data set, you know, um, you know, it's like everyone says, I got star schema. Yeah. Okay. So we'll do star schema. But then the more complex your data set gets, the harder that becomes and put that in front of me. I would try, but I don't know, maybe like half the time I would fail or more, more often than I would, that I'd like to admit I, I would fail because and that is a, it's a complex skill to have to understand. I know it's a, a core part of, of what Power BI is, but to try and sell that as to know oh, everyone can do this, it's like, well, no, no, they can't. And this is why so many people have to run into issues of, um, as you just said yourself, slow, like very, very poor performance of bloated um, data sizes because it's just very, very inefficient, you know? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just rambling now. No, it's fine. I mean, the basics are pretty easy, but <laughs> I mean, you can get a couple of insights if you have, if you have, you know, those things ready. Yeah, you can just put it on the, mm. the canvas and you will see something. If you click a bar chart, you will see a bar chart. If you, mm. if you want a matrix, you'll see a matrix, but then, <laughs> but mm. then what, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, this is a question that's 
popped in my head right now. How do you feel about, because um, obviously you, you work a lot with user experience and, and part of that is design or um, there's a lot of posts that you'll see on popular, whatever, social media sites. I mean, I'm going to just say LinkedIn because that's what I'm talking about, basically. And you had these reports posted and it's become worse recently with ChatGPT when you have like a massive text of like using these insights, I am going to change, change the universe with blah, blah, blah. And, and then you see a report which is, to say nicely, it has issues and maybe it's someone's first report. And what I'm trying to get at basically is that I find that people do so much to the, the the visualization element, like, oh, I'm gonna choose this color, I'm gonna put that here because I can, because I can. And I, what I find really interesting that if you didn't do any of that, you'd not only save yourself probably a few hours, but also your report would be infinitely more readable. And I find it really interesting that people continually do that. Do you have opinions or? <laughs> of course I don't. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's the thing, you know, you add color everywhere. Mm. <laughs> and, you know, the more you add, it's not only about color, uh, but also information, you know, the user gets overwhelmed and mm. you don't know what to focus on. So color should be used like very carefully, you know, you should use color. Um, <laughs> I love the five minutes to wow. <laughs> yeah, keeps me employed. I like it. It's true. <laughs> Totally. Um, so the color and like for, let, let's take color. So you should use color to draw the user's attention. So, you know, mm. um, and if you put it everywhere mm. and you see a report that's, you know, I don't know, blue all around or even has more than three colors or more than five, it's like, you know, when you see something like that, it's, mm. yeah. um, it's like screams at you, you know, you don't know where to look, you don't, and you won't see anything in the end. So um, yeah, basically what what people should do is like, you know, just keep it simple. Um, and, uh, you know, when it comes to color, less is more. Uh, so better not use at all color and just put it, you know, um, just somewhere, you know, it's like just yeah. for uh, just for emphasis. Um, yeah, like, a, like in a top value, for example, like all the top values make them like a, a color to make them stand out maybe, I'm not sure. Or, I don't know, let's say you have um, a bar chart and mm. everything is, I don't know, green or red. Mm. Um, and, uh, but it, it, I don't know, where, where where should people look? What's the information that you want to convey? Yeah. You know, do you want to convey the maximum? Mm. Uh, do you want to convey the minimum? Do you mm. want to say everyone's above average, but this one is not? You know, it, it depends. So, yeah. um, depending on what what depends there you go <laughs> yeah it depends <laughs> so depending on what you want to show or what's, what's the craft supposed to show that's that's the color um that's mm -hmm. how you're supposed to use color so you use color just for the things that you want emphasized and yeah. not everywhere yeah um so have, I, you ever, have you ever considered going on to linkedin and actually giving people feedback um, I know it would be very because people often say, "Oh, like this is my report and feedback is appreciated." But of course, then all you see underneath is like, "This is amazing. This is in insightful." It's at a standard like LinkedIn. Have you ever considered going going on just to kind of actually writing? Consider this. Try that. Change this. Um, lately, I don't know. I'm not seeing that kind of posts. I don't know why. Um, oh, maybe it's just me. 
<laughs> get involved more. But actually, last week I answered on Twitter. That's cool. On X. Sorry. Nah, say Twitter, it's fine. X sounds oh, weird. Wow. <laughs> it's a ridiculous name. <laughs> uh, yeah, if I say I saw it on X and I'm like, where? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm quite new there. So I think I'm, I made an account. Um, and then the next day it got changed to X. So if I'm the reason, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we won't blame you, don't worry. Um, so I actually answered a question like that, like, hey, what do you think about the US user experience? So I actually answered um, and I gave real, like I said what I think, you know, it's like um, just according to principles and stuff like that, like how to use color um, or for example, how to be accessible. Um, so people, you know, with color deficiencies can see it. So you need to uh, pay attention to what's the text to background color ratio, for example. Um, and I think people don't really pay attention to that. You know, it's like, oh, light blue, I'm going to use it. <laughs> yeah. Basically. It looks pretty. And then, yeah. So, yeah. I but think I would be up for uh, helping. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it obviously would mean it's, it would be, it's a very time consuming thing to go through someone's post and provide feedback and all this. And I think for me, it'd be the sort of thing, oh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to try and do that. I'm going to be more, more helpful and get the feedback. But then there are, you do it like twice. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm, this, is, this is too much. I'm, I'm bored of it now. It's really difficult to kind of um, kind of balance that, you know, between kind of wanting to help, but also just overloading yourself because there's so much you could possibly do like in different places. You got like Reddit, Twitter, LinkedIn, wherever, you know, there's, there's a lot yeah. out there. It is time consuming and probably also depends, you know, there's different kind of people, mm. not everyone. I mean, I think, I mean, I don't know. If people are posting, probably they want to get feedback, but it's also there's, um, there are people, I guess, that just want people to write, oh, wow, it's great, you know, well done. Yeah, yeah. So, mm, you know, it's a fine line. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe just to be safe, only do when they actually say feedback is welcome or something, <laughs> otherwise be like, how dare you? Or... Yeah, how dare you comment on my post? <laughs> Some kind of nonsense like that, yeah. Yeah, true. But no, it's uh, a lot of people start posting the links and um, they'll include like a, like the, to the GitHub. So you can actually also go and get the PBIX, which I found quite fun. I've actually, I did do that a couple of times and just clicked on it and downloaded it and changed some oh. stuff around just to oh. not, not, I didn't and then like link it back and say, try this. I just was kind of having a bit of fun with it, you know? Um, and it's just nice that we also to get different data sets because sometimes it's annoying to get like a new and interesting data set, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. This, Everyone loves a new, a good data set. <laughs> that is true. I, the, the one that I use most is, is still the, um, the, the football one from the, from the UK. Like oh. um, fantasy football. Um, I love playing fantasy football with my friends. So I'll get like a, the, I'll pull all the data and play with it. And it's, I've used it for years. Okay. It's, pro it's probably the, not the first, but probably the second data set that I've actually used in Power BI, like for my own like project, you know? So I find my data set. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I know like some people use like to track like the, the lifestyle stuff, like you know, your Google data and all your Netflix or all that kind of stuff. But it's, it's, it's nice to have something, especially if you give trainings, because yeah. when I give Power BI trainings, I don't really like to use company data. Um, I just find it a little bit. <laughs> it's a bit sterile, you know, but like, like, I mean, like in company trainings, you know, like if I'm, doing training for like colleagues or something you could argue that you should use company data because it makes it more relevant to the job but at the same time i'm like yeah can we just do like something a bit more a bit more fun you know 
Yeah, but would they learn if it's their data? You know, probably they're biased a bit. They already know their way around it. Um, Fair point. Yeah, it's not really true. real life. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, sorry. So basically, you were a while ago saying that you worked in telecommunications and stuff. And then, so what was your first ever job working with Power BI? Because you mentioned it was it was probably with um, with Nicola, no? Uh, yeah. So. That was always okay. We worked in Austria for a company that's a consultancy company and okay. it worked only with Microsoft technologies. Okay. So, I, love the way I, I know which company you're talking about, but you're being really polite and not saying the name of it because just in case, but I know which company you're talking about. That's fine. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, so it was like only with Microsoft technologies mm -hmm. and you know, I had to work with Power BI. But over there, um, I also worked as a data engineer. So also, you know, this, cool. this background stuff. Um, and I think at one point, I mean, it's nice to it's nice to have this, you know, this whole picture beginning to end, how the data yeah. goes and stuff like that. Uh, but I think I found it uninspiring to be working in the in the okay. background and only with data and Power BI, I find it I find it amazing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a great mix of. Um, I mean, you still have this technical part. Uh, yeah. You still need to get the data. You still need to to model it. You still need to write the measures. Yeah. Um, but you also have this this creative part. And um, I mean, I'm still an engineer. <laughs> I studied that for so many years. Yeah. Um, but I also think I'm super creative and I like this, uh, this mix of things. And yeah. um, I think it's, there's so many things that you need to pay attention to and keep in mind. Yeah. And um, as a consultant, I, you can work um, different, in different industries. So, um, you know, with different businesses mm -hmm. and you need to understand the business. Um, so I also find it interesting how the whole picture uh, comes together. Nice. And um and yeah, so when I was searching for a job, actually, that's how I ended up there. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do uh, still because I was like, okay, you know, I might want to work with data, but mm. where should I yeah. work in a bank or I don't know, you know, I had no clue. Mm. Um, and then I, I started thinking, okay, what are my, my strengths, um, what I want to do? And um, I think a, cons a consultant life kind of gives me that, you know, so it's, I couldn't choose. And then as a consultant, you can work on different industries, you can work on different projects. Yeah, it's so it's cool. like doing different jobs. <laughs> yeah. I did the, I've never worked as a consultant, but I can, I can really understand the, the, the pleasure you might get with working with different sorts of data. Um, mm -hmm. Because, I mean, and for me, unless I change job to move to a different company where they have that data, I'm just not going to work with that data. Um, so I can, I mean, for me, like, you know, be really interesting for just wants to work with like sports data, for example, it's something that I've never worked on. I mean, professionally in private time, um, cause it's, it's good fun. Well, and one of, say again, sorry. <laughs> for your next job. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just, I'm, I've just started my new job. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I, that's not, not even thinking about that right now. And actually my current job, I'm really happy because one of the reasons, um, one of the reasons, not a, a main reason, but it was just for the thought of like, you know, working with a different sort of data, you know, and the department that I'm working in is very like, not really looking at like financial data and stuff, which is good because I was getting quite sick of that. I find it quite like repetitive and not particularly interesting. So people, they, people based data, 
um i think it's really good fun it's just like a different sort of um different sort of analysis mm. and it has, it has a different complexity so i'm really enjoying getting in that um, to be honest it's quite nice cool. i was yeah. actually thinking that i would like to be able to work with people analytics <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's quite cool um yeah. and also not marketing data um because i don't make any um i just won't lie but I, I i really hate working with marketing data it's just not for me at all really i've never worked with marketing data but i think it sounds like something that i would like to check it out but now i'm not so sure <laughs> no no i mean it may, i mean it's probably because i'm bad at it to be honest <laughs> but i just i just never really kind of got any pleasure out of it you know but it's actually i really and i liked what you said about the 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 about working with power bi how there are so many different elements to it as you said and it allows you to like um, explore and enjoy maybe different parts of your own personality and um yes i completely agree that the creative part is is wonderful and you can really you can have just you can also de depending on the project of course but you can have certain days where like okay today i'm just going to focus on this creative thing you know and the next day it's just like really down and dirty in the like the data mm -hmm. cleaning and um i think it's great i think it really can it keeps it interesting like every day mm -hmm. um it's really cool. And I, I do also consider myself very lucky to have the job that I have and work in this industry with this tool. I would be really curious to see how many people um, Power BI has changed the, their, their, their career path, you know? And I, I don't, I think it's quite a substantial amount of people. Because yeah. it's the sort of tool that you stumble, stumble across. Why? Because it's just there. You can easily download it. Um, it's in the Microsoft store or whatever. And then you can, maybe this, maybe this, to be fair, comes back to the whole five minister wow thing. You can do things that you'll later realize are terrible, but you can do those things quickly, you know, to be fair. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it's, like, it's like, oh my God, I created a picture with the, with the numbers. It's so cool. Um, that's what I've really enjoyed. I mean, actually when also um, Will, oh, yeah, Will, Will, Will Thompson? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, <laughs> Um, I contacted him once and just said, like, you know, the, it's the, the, the tool that you worked on. It's an amazing thing. And it's, you know, thank you because it changed my career because it really, really did. And I'm sure it has for a lot of people as well, Maybe yourself included. I'm not sure, but it's, 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 it's fun at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. And I definitely, I think I don't feel like I'm working. Some days. Yeah, I mean. No, no, <laughs> I get you, sorry. Some days. Um, but yeah, it's, it's super fun. And I think the Parbe community is, is just amazing. I mean, I've been, um, you know, following people online on LinkedIn now, you know, ever, mm. ever since I'm diving in the speaker, uh, waters, um, I'm even kind of more involved, you know, uh, nice. and I think it's amazing, you know, the whole community, it's super supportive. It is. And, yeah. um, there's this vibe going on and I think everyone is kind of with the same, I don't want to say with the same mindset, but everyone feels the same way about Power BI or similar, you know? So, yeah, um, yeah I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, and it's, I think when, I'm not sure how it started, but it kind of like keeps repeating itself over, like when, for example, yourself, or I'll, I'll use me an example because I know me, like when I started, people supported me and they, they helped me and they were, they were nice to me and they, they encouraged me. So because you because you experienced that, then, then you do that for others, you know? Um, yeah. It's... Yeah, it's really enjoyable. And once you kind of, once you, the more, the more involved you get with it, I think, um, the more you kind of want to stay active in it, you know, I mean, it's nice to kind of take a step back sometimes and take a, take a, like a breather and take a pause just to not to overwhelm yourself, but it's something that it's quite pleasurable to be a part of, you know? Yeah.
Yeah, definitely. And I think ever since, you know, um, I mean, people reaching out or doing stuff or I don't know, even attending conferences and I'm like, how did I deserve this, you know? Um, and then, yeah, as you said, people help you and then you help other people. And then I mean, yeah. that's, that's the point, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Very nice. Cool. Um, it's already been an hour, which is, oh, I know, right? Okay. Flies by, flies that by. Was, that was super fast. I mean, I don't have, nice. I have my only here, I can see the time, but not over here. So <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't yeah. paying attention. And to be honest, when before we started, I was like, okay, an hour, you know, <laughs> am I going to survive? <laughs> it's like th there are going to be so many awkward pauses where I don't know what to say next, but no, it never happens. It's nice. <laughs> oh, I just saw the time. I Can you actually see it? <laughs> Class. I was paying attention to the bit of to the chat and to... <laughs> I, st I still find that so hard. I, f I feel really bad sometimes that sometimes I'll, when the live stream is finished, I'll remember that there was a, a comment that I wanted to, to reply to, and then I forgot to bring it up, and then I, f I feel bad about it, and then but it's just the way it goes. I? And then it, it goes. <laughs> exactly. But it's always always appreciate people who are um, joining us here live and talking and asking questions. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also to yourself, thank you very much for, for joining. It's been really good fun. And, thank um, you. So, good luck for, um, for PASS. Thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> you'll, you'll be fantastic. I'm very sure, but but um, good um, nonetheless. And um, have fun with it. You know, I'm sure yeah. you will. And enjoy the experience. Because I mean, the event itself is going to be fun. I mean, okay, you've got to do your part, and that'll be cool. But then you just get to experience this like amazing, amazing event. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, thank you very much for the nice words and um, the invitation and the chat. I actually really enjoyed it. So good. I'm pleased. <laughs> Me too. Cool. So we'll say goodbye. Uh, everyone in the chat, uh, thank you very much for joining. It was a lot of good fun. Uh, Elena, again, thanks to you. And I will be back next Thursday. And um, I've forgotten with whom. I apologize for that. But I will be back next Thursday. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining. Ciao. Goodbye. Don't you wanna